This is a headgum podcast. You or Jayla? Yeah. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's done. It's done. Here's some news over the weekend. I guess there were a couple of weddings mm. over the weekend. Mm. Julianne Hoff from Dancing with the Stars. Congratulations to Jules. The picture of Julianne and Brooks, her husband. Just beautiful. She looks stunning. Uh, and there's also a photo of her father, Bruce. And it's a, you know, I know this family. They are terrific people. Yeah. Super talented she is. So congratulations, yeah, yeah. Julianne. Happy to see you. There's another. There was a. There were dual dancing with the stars. Did these both wedding. happen over the yes, weekend? Yes, yes. So um, uh, Maxim and Pita got married at Ohiga Castle on Long Island, which is so cool. What are the rules on scheduling weddings? Aren't you supposed That's to? That's what I want to know. Did, like, did, where did the dancers and the judges go? Like, how did they choose? Whose wedding did right. they choose? You, you, having to choose would be a, quite a thing, wouldn't it be? I, I mean, it's really interesting if you think about it it is done they got married and um i had to cut this part from the episode but like you had we were talking about where it just got too long like honestly the listener should thank us because we cut some of the most crazy like the dumbest tangents but you had predicted that the exclusive first photos would go to people and they did and they did you were right I can't believe you took out my prediction so that I couldn't be just right. Well, it was like we went on for way too long about Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake. So I but had I thought to, that I was the most move. interesting thing that we talked about, which was like where their photos would be because mm, it was actually right. such an easy thing to predict. And we were so right. When I saw that people excuse- exclusive, I was like, wow, good thing I said that on the episode, but you cut it. It wasn't from the in the episode. episode. But now it's here. So are you excited? Are you relieved? I feel like we're going to be hearing less and less from her. So that's She's good. gonna have a baby, though. Then we're gonna have to hear maybe, more and more. Maybe, but for uh, we'll have like a reprieve for a couple months, which will be nice. I mean, maybe. I feel like there's all angles of this wedding that could be revealed. In the I just next... think, I just think, just personally, she might be exhausted. But maybe I'm giving her too much credit. Like maybe she's like, I'm gonna stop talking about this for like one month. I don't. I think you're giving her. I don't know if it's credit. I don't know if I call it credit, but I think you're giving her. Uh, I think you're thinking, you're overthinking her, that she'd be tired of this, that this would be something that she would take a break from. But it's like, go on your honeymoon. Get to know Brooks Lake. But there are is content from the honeymoon. You forget. Um, oh, I haven't seen any of that content. But not only did uh, the Huffs get married, the Huff, well, now she's the Lake. Mm-hmm. There, she's the Lake. Oh, is, did she actually change her name? I don't think so. You Julianne Hufflick. shouldn't do that. Yeah, oh, oof, that's bad. Um, but not only did they get married, um, our other favorite couple got married, I think <gasps> on the same day. Pita and Maxim. Pita and Maxim, who's who I knew were getting married, but their wedding buildup was not as harsh as the Huffs. So we right, didn't. Which is why we know. like them more. We do like them. I also, I just think, I like, I find them so charming that they're both from the same show and they're both, I don't know, equally obscure to me. Yeah, they are. You know? They don't really try too hard. They're just, like, weird. They do their social, but they're not aggressive about it. I think they definitely try hard, but I think the... Comparatively. 
tabloid people love them more than they love it in a way. Like the people who write about them are more excited about their relationship than I think sometimes they are in a funny way. Yeah. Um, did you see I, – I have not picked up an issue of Us Weekly this week, but they were on the cover. They um, were. They were on the cover of them like sort of awkwardly – holding each other or maxim awkwardly holding pita with his like his left hand was like sort of supposed to be gracefully around her neck but it looked strange i don't know but my favorite bullet underneath the thing it's like pita and maxim they're married something and you know they have like this happened this happened and this happened in bulleted form underneath but one of them is Mm -hmm. maxim forgot his vows oh maxim so kooky typical maxim so Us Weekly got their wedding exclusive. People got the Huff wedding exclusive and Us Weekly got PETA and Maxim's exclusive. I feel like exclusivity doesn't even apply to Julian Huff and Brooks Lake because it was like, <laughs> I saw that the people exclusive watermarks on those wedding photos, but then I saw more wedding photos all over the place. I saw them in other True, places. True, but you can, it's, it's such an old, it's such an old tabloid standard that when it happens, it's almost shocking and super interesting like look at these photos like hold on i want you to see like look at the way that these photos are displayed on us weekly the the watermark the like they have this thing where they're putting their logo on the corner on a black background or whatever of the photo it's just kind of wild to see maxim and maxim like it's wild to see how kind of antiquated it looks when you try and do like an exclusive moment online you know it's like irrelevant and then each photo and these are professional photos like us weekly sent their own photographer to their wedding there's no way that this is like i think that they took their own photos probably also and then this is like the us weekly photographer that also took photos you know Mm -hmm. anyways i just it's just funny to see because it's it's basically just like their wedding gallery but Professional photos on Us Weekly. Congratulations to everyone. They look very happy. And of course, they had their first dance because they're both dancers. Did you see the song? Was there a song? No. It just said listening to our favorite song, but it didn't list what the song was. Mm, Someone didn't do as good reporting as... Oh, they made custom koozies. I love them. (laughs) I love them. Um, So do we want to get into the other calls? Or do we just want to talk about pizza and Max for the rest of the episode? I just, I'm laughing at this caption. It just says, and a baby makes three. And then it just says, we have a child, he added, of their non-traditional road to marriage. We already have the byproduct of what the next step is. Is that sex? It made it so special. We did it our own way. Uh, what is the next tradi- step? Oh. I think it's sex. <laughs> the byproduct of the next step is a baby from sex. He was like, well, if you're fa- if you're familiar with the uh, old <laughs> adage, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes, you know, whatever with the baby carriage. A baby. <laughs> we did it out of order, uh, but that's fine. It's just so funny. We did it our own way and it wasn't traditional and it wasn't maybe what people expected or even what we expected, but it was, per- <laughs> but it was perfect. Well, I mean, good to know. I'm going to play the first call. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, it's Carlos. I just wanted to clarify for you that Chelsea Handler's dogs are Tammy and Chunk with an N and Genghis Khan one died in a fire. First of all, you need to uh, fact check your games. No, it's not. It's because whenever it's because I type them out, I don't copy and paste. And so it's like I didn't. It's just I type them into the notes app. 
No, so you need to cop. You need to fact check your games. Is what yeah, I'm saying. I know, to but you. I knew. I knew the dog's name was Chunk. It's just because I wrote it down wrong. I'm sorry. But it's like, how was I to even get that right or wrong? I didn't even know. It didn't even have the right answer. You in basically, front of me. you basically got that one right because I said it's a dog you like, and it sounded enough like it. <laughs> Charles Yandler's name, dog's name is Chunk, and as he said, uh, I did. I forgot, but I knew that Genghis Khan had died in a tragic accident, and it was a fire. It was a fire. I. Um, it's funny because if you look up Genghis Khan death, what do you get? The person. I mean. And it's like, yes. wait, I don't think Martha Stewart's dog died in the Mongol Empire. Uh, How many um, <laughs> results down do you does it take to get to Martha Stewart's dog is my question. Do you want to guess? Yeah, I would say page four. Page four? Page four. Uh, we got, of the Google results. Oh, uh, it's not on page three. It's not on page, okay, page four. It's not page on four. page four. Page four. Oh, shit. Page I five? don't think, I just don't, I think Genghis Khan was like too important to history for... <laughs> Martha Stewart's dog to even come up, you know? That's a bummer, truly, because Martha Stewart's dog uh should really like peek through those search results. It's like Us Weekly doesn't have anything about Genghis Khan the man. It's really <laughs> awful. He died in an explosion. It wasn't just a fire. I'm telling you, it was de- it was horrendous the way that he died. God, a propane tank blew up. Which is why I feel weird that Martha named the dog Genghis Khan like two or junior or whatever. And Gang- right? The other dog is like Genghis, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan too. Yeah. Like that is really weird because why would you want to think about the time that your first dog died in an explosion every time you talk to your second dog? Yes, you love, you want to think about, you want to be reminded. You love that. Also, you maybe just love the name. You're like, oh, I didn't get 15 years out of this name. <laughs> There's a good plenty name. of other like ancient warrior types to name your dog after. Uh, if you don't want to be triggered every time you say his name, you know. Maybe she's. I mean, I feel like Martha Stewart is not the type to get triggered by like language. You know, anything. I know Martha Stewart's she's not going to get triggered. triggered. She literally went to jail, and she'll never be triggered by uh, like Orange Is the New Black or whatever. Um, also, maybe she did that on purpose because she knew that Genghis Khan was an SEO win in terms of stories about her dog, Genghis Khan, coming up in the search results. Maybe. Maybe, Lindsay. Maybe. Just thoughts, you know. Um, moving on to uh, this first big call. Hey, um, I don't know if you're going to talk about the Lele Pons trying to donate her hair extensions thing. Uh, but my, my friend who works at a production company told me this weekend that apparently she was in a web series for them, but then she got a nose job and made them delete any proof of her old nose. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Whoa. That's a lot. I didn't know about the nose job. I guess that's alleged. I don't know. What do we say in this instance? Well, let's just back up. Let's just back up to the first thing you brought up, which is the funniest thing that I've seen in a long time on the internet. If you forget about Lily Pons, we did talk about her. She's like a Vine comedian person who made the transition to just vague celebrity after Vine shut down. And now she On does YouTube. like YouTube things, right? Yeah. Um. So the other <laughs> – this is like truly good. The other it's week – So it's incredible. <laughs> the other week she posted like this whole thing about how she was cutting her hair and she was going to donate her hair to Locks for Love. 
which is like the generic hair donation place in terms of people saying they're going to do this, but like who knows if anyone actually does donate their hair yeah. to Locks for Love. I feel like Locks for Love has a lot of Locks goss of love. about like people who actually didn't give their hair or whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. so she posts a photo on her social media of a friend holding the hair that she cut off. First of all, her hair was chemically treated. It was dyed blonde and you can't donate chemically treated hair to people who need hair they don't want your like you know straw ass hair the -hmm. other best and that's just i think maybe not as well known but what is known is that you can't donate your tracks your weave to locks for love the person holding the instagram photo was holding a bunch of pieces of weave and you can tell because when you zoomed in on the photo you could see the tracks which are the little clips that clip into your hair and it's like people were furious i i am shocked by how many retweets and faves these tweets have this tweet that is uh, a fan who zoomed in because Lindsay was saying earlier before we started recording it was like it's funny that celebrities forget that you can zoom in you can zoom in on the photos we can see yeah, and well, it says, it's great. It's one of my favorite memes is zooming in on people on celebrity Instagram photos. Like when f- now that celebrities have the the power to post whatever they want on the internet at any time and to go through no one, it's amazing the kinds of things that people put up in the background, in mirrors, reflections. Like when you Photoshop your legs and the stairs so, warp or whatever, this yeah. is a great place for us. This thing says. <laughs> Emily, her name is Emily. I mean, she calls herself Emily Graceffa on Twitter, but we know it's probably because she's a stan of Joey Graceffa. But it says, <laughs> care to explain how you chopped off your, quote, hair and, quote, donated it at Le- Lele Ponds? Question mark, question mark. Last time I checked, you can't donate extensions. Pick of Lele Ponds and friend holding Zoom hair. Zoom in photo of hair that is through the extensions. 76,000 retweets. 226,000 likes. And then at the... And then it says... <laughs> The follow-up tweet. Did you see the follow-up tweet? Emily Graceffa, the same tweeter. No. She says her explanation, heart face, heart face, heart face. And it's a screenshot that says Lele Pons blocked you. <laughs> well, it says, so Le- So Lele Pons's explanation, her actual explanation was really funny. She said, to clear up any assumptions, I cut my hair with the intention of donating it. Sadly, after trying, I learned charities who donate wigs don't accept color-treated hair. So I'm finding other ways to help those affected by by hair loss because of cancer. This is still a priority to me. So she basically tried to do it, couldn't do it, but then still wanted the credit on social media for doing it. So she made up this like weird thing, which got dragged because she posted, donated my hair, first time I ever cut my hair, what do you think? Which she ended up deleting. But it was like, okay, if you can't donate your hair, don't post that you just don't post do anything else also i'm sure i'm sure there are ways around this where it's like oh i couldn't i actually couldn't donate my hair but i found out that there's a a company that gives provides wigs to patients with chemo so i just bought some wigs you know like there's so many ways around this yeah there she clearly wasn't planning to do anything like that is it is one of the most lie lies i publicity lies that i've a big a good one it's a but i gotta say i love the friend I love the friend. So, like, if you're the friend, if you're Lele's friend who's, like, jamming out to the hair and is like, yeah, with their tongue out, let us know. Do you think her friend was the one that was just like, let's just hold your extensions. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lele's friend, please let us know. 
I still can't. 77,000 retweets. That is wild. I mean, it was wild. such a good, it was really good. I mean, I don't even care who Lele Pons is anymore, but this brings her back into my mind in such a positive can you, way. Can you believe we've talked about Lele Pons at least twice? Maybe three times, but at least twice. But I feel like when somebody does something they just that is so good like this, they deserve to come back. I mean, we rarely, we try not to bring people back if they do like a little stupid thing. We don't talk about them again. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is she like really upped the ante because before it was more, she, there was, it was like, who is she? And it, we said, and it was boring. This is truly, now I'm glad to know you, you know? Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do next? I can't wait to see what Lele does next. Also, I, it's so rare that we get an, a scandal that is something completely new and different. Have you ever seen this ever happen to anyone before? Hair extension scandal? No. Yeah. like Specifically like, hair um, extensions slash locks of love scandal. No, never. It's wild. It's so good. And also I learned something new. I did not know you couldn't donate chemically treated hair. I did, however, know you couldn't donate extensions because I'm not an idiot. Some young girl with cancer wants your like straw, your, your bleached over four times piece of dirt, dirty hair. No, obviously not. I just never considered it. I just never considered it. Also, as someone who doesn't have experience with like bleaching hair, dyeing hair, I'm less familiar with how sort of messed up your hair can get after being treated several times. But let's move on. <laughs> Please. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, your heim spiel got me thinking. Are there more? There are. But what are, like, really demi bands where you can't name one person in it? Like, nobody's famous in it, but the band is really famous. All right, thanks. And good form, Bellafort. This is a great question, I thought. And it really had me thinking a lot. Yeah. I I mis- I misheard the question at first. I was like, oh, what bands have who's and them's? And it's like, well, all bands have who-y members in them. But... It's actually sort of hard to think of a band, even if you don't, even if you're not a huge fan of the band, like, you know, like the Grateful Dead, I'm thinking of like Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin. I don't listen to them, but I know at least one person in each of those bands. So it is hard to think of a band who you cannot name a single member. And I have a few that I found by going through several lists of like the most popular (laughs) bands of all time, where I was just like, do I know someone in this? Yes, 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 yes. And it's kind of surprising how many I I could name one person like even the who I got to the who and I was like Pete Townsend and then I was like how did I know that how did I know who Pete Townsend was <laughs> I think a lot of the ones for me are kind of like iconic classic rock bands and I know the bands obviously but I did not I wasn't an active mem- fan of the band because I was like one year old or whatever so I never learned the names of the people specifically but I don't I think that it's I think these are actual thems, but not yeah. to me. So I think some of this stuff is a little bit like biased by how old you are. Um, yeah. But there are bands that exist from when we were the right age to like the band, but I don't think have thems yeah. as members from like, like the aughts. Like you know? the aughts and the 90s. And uh, we were talking about this before. So it's like three doors down. Tons of hits. Couldn't name a single person. But it is like, crazy. Lincoln Park. Tons of hits. Couldn't name a single person. If you said to me, are there like huge, huge, huge bands where there, no, I don't, where the members are who, or there's all who's, I would say yes. But then actually looking at the list of the biggest bands, the answer kind of is no, because the biggest bands, you, there's always at least one person that you know, right. Who's, who's in your list do you have that you didn't know anyone? Um, well, I was beyond the 90s and the 2000s which is like the cranberries couldn't name anyone on the cranberries couldn't name uh, anyone i in. could yes Who? you can 
Um, Del- Dolores, Delor- Dolores. Yeah. What's no, her name? See, I don't, I didn't remember her name. Dolores something, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, continue. Not of them, um, I guess, but. You know. I confused her with Shirley Manson for a second, but then I was like, oh no, wait, that's. That's garbage. Bad. That's garbage. I will say, so I couldn't think of many after going through all these things, but I think the most, what might be, end up being the most iconic answer that I have to give you is Abba. Can you name I... a single Swedish <sighs> name yes, in Abba? Yes, I could. Who? I definitely could. Who? Um, Is there one name like Klaus? No. Okay. That's very rude. No. No, I just, I know, I used to know their names. I Is looked them up one many times. Klaus? I, I looked them up so many Lindsay, times. Of course there's no Klaus. They begin with A, B, B, and A. <laughs> it's not oh, wait, Akka. Really? It's not Akba. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was their first names. Uh... No, I don't know their names. I used to know. I swear I used to know. And I think if you're Swedish, you know, or Scandinavian. It's Agnetha Falskog, okay, Bjorn no. Ulveus. Bjorn. I knew there was a Bjorn. Well, there's Fuck. always going to be a Bjorn if it's a Swedish band. Fuck. Um, Benny Anderson, two S's, by the way, can't forget. And Anifrid Lingstadt. My first name is the same as the famous tennis player Bjorn Borg. Hello, I'm Anita. I know it's very hard for you to pronounce, but you can say... Anita, or you can say Anna. Hello, I'm B for Benny. Uh, I just wonder what you people know about Sweden and the Swedes. Hello, I'm Annefried. The last day in ABBA. We all met because uh, that we liked music very much. I guess my question, though, is like, at the time that ABBA was really popular in the United States, because I know they're an international oh, yeah. band. There were definitely Bjorn their, fans. Did people know their Probably. names? Yeah. So that's what's hard to be like, but that is but a good answer. At the same, but but the counter to that is the are the bands that we just mentioned from the aughts who were, uh, you know, back when we listened to the radio in our cars all the time. Like, we heard these bands all the time and couldn't name a single person. That it happens. I mean, there's still bands, but they're newer. And that's that your I don't own know. problem. Like, if you are in a band and you cannot stand out and get people to know your name like you're doing something wrong well it's interesting because usually it's like oh the you know the lead singer's name but for yeah. some bands it's like okay uh um fallout boy everyone knew that the pete uh what's his face's name because he pete wentz yeah pete wentz wasn't the lead singer like patrick stump like no one knew patrick stump's name and everyone knew pete wentz's name so that's like a, a band where it was like oh everyone knew the, the drummer everyone knew the Whatever. Even Nickelback, another terrible band from the aughts, like, we knew who Chad Kroger was, somehow. Somehow well, a lot he of seeped bands, into our consciousness. To be popular, bands need, like, a an, an enigmatic lead singer. But I was looking mm-hmm. at bands that were older, and, like, I didn't know anyone in Depeche Mode. Can you name one person in Depeche Mode? No. You can't. No. Name them. Dave Gahan, Martin Gore, Andrew Fletcher, Alan, Alan Wilder, Vince Clark. No. No. And like I listen to Depeche Mode. Like, can you name anyone in New in New Order? It's these British bands that always get me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like New Order. I feel like I should be able to name someone in New Order, but I can't. And Cure, you know Robert Smith, but no one else. You know, you know in, in this in the Smiths, you know Morrissey, no one else. Like, there are the these examples are very. Uh, there are local. plenty of one and done. There are plenty of people where you know one person. And these are local examples. I don't think there is. The question was, is there like one iconic example of this? And I just don't think that there is. No. Can you name anyone in Foreigner? No. Can you? No. But can you? But what's like the mo- what's a Foreigner song? I want to know what love is. Oh, okay. 
that's oh, the, okay. that's it um okay that's uh that's a i hope we i hope we oh oh uh, yeah i think that's we the band can you name anyone in the band yeah oh uh, that guy Fine. yeah see you can't okay <laughs> who's the guy in the band no, no oh you're not gonna count. let me you're not gonna let me fine i mean there's there's a lot of these bands but in terms of a themmy band a really really themmy band with with all with all who's it's a tough i think it's a tough ask can you name anyone in my favorite country band lady antebellum because i can't <sighs> a lot of country bands who knows a lot of country bands. The no, band Perry. There must be someone whose name is Perry in that, but I couldn't name any other name in it. Is is Perry the first name? Is Perry the last name? Don't ask me. <laughs> um. Also, Lindsay, the band is uh Rick Danko, <laughs> Levon okay. Helm, Levon Helm. He's Levon someone. Helm. Levon I knew Helm. Levon Helm. I knew Levon Helm. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Um. Okay. I feel like this is the type of episode if your dad listened he'd be like oh come on like i know and i'm sure people who will be like oh how'd you not know any of the members of depeche mode and it's like (laughs) shut up like i don't don't talk to me please don't don't talk to us (laughs) okay next up speaking of bands sort of hi Lindsay and bobby this is delilah from salt lake city utah um first time caller short time listener my husband actually told me to listen to this podcast and i'm obsessed anyways i was listening to one of my other favorite podcasts that bobby was on uh blank check with griffin and david and they were discussing christopher nolan and griffin went on this huge thing saying that christopher nolan is so well known and everybody knows who he looks like and like he's this incredible director and I was shocked because that morning I saw a post from People Magazine or something compared because he has a new video or new movie called Dunkirk and fucking Harry Styles is in it. And Christopher Nolan was saying that he had no idea who Harry Styles was when he cast him. And I could not believe it. Like, I did not believe that Christopher Nolan does not know who Harry Styles is. So my question for you is, who are the who's and them's of blockbuster films like directors i am so confused i know who christopher nolan is but i legitimately had no idea what he looked like so just think it's kind of weird curious what your thoughts are good form bella thorne first of all i am going to respectfully disagree with uh our friend griffin uh we love you griffin but no one knows you're out of your mind if you think everyone knows what christopher nolan looks like Like, also and even when you do christopher nolan is one of the most boring looking white guys on the planet just imagine trying to pick christopher nolan out of a lineup of other guys like that would be an impossible feat (laughs) even for you (laughs) um like maybe if christopher nolan were standing next to harry styles and you were like one of them is harry styles and one of them is christopher nolan you would get the picture yeah but but then i would recognize harry styles not christopher nolan because harry styles is actually recognizable as a person which speaking of this whole thing about christopher nolan not knowing who harry styles was is such a lie i can't even tell you it's like he even he even admits in the quote that he's like well i I heard my daughters talk about him liar you know liar you know how famous this person is i just liar and and he says it wasn't until, like, he sort of knew it was, like, if you sort of knew he was famous, you knew he was m- enormously successful. If only because someone else who was working on this movie, casting director, some other marketing. producer, was telling you this. Was like, The marketing department. He's also, huge. 
literally, like, if you had said before even Dunkirk was a twinkle in Christopher Nolan's eye, had said to us, hey, does Christopher Nolan know who Harry Styles is? I would have said, does he have children? You would have said yes. I would have said then yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it is... Especially he's British, right? He's brilliant. British. Yeah. So yes, British <laughs> man, British children. Yes, they know who Harry Styles is. He's like the number one teen idol in England and in the world at a certain point in time. So, and also this movie takes, you know, years to make. So at the time that they were making this movie, yes, the answer is 100%. I don't think I was that aware really of, of how famous Harry was. Uh, I mean, my daughter talked about him. My kids talked about him, but uh, I wasn't really that aware of it so uh the truth is i cast harry because uh he fit the part wonderfully and truly earned his seat at the table and i think what he does in the film is really remarkable in its subtlety and its truthfulness and i hope people will come to his performance with an open mind because i think he's an extraordinarily talented actor this movie is going to get people to see it because of harry styles so clearly there is, it's not like you you found him. You didn't stumble across him. It's not like he compares it to Heath Ledger. No, that's not, I don't think so at all. Yes. It's not comparison. Um, as for famous directors, I think the most, um, the most recognizable film director on the place, on the face of the planet is Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Fuck you. It's, <laughs> it's so rude. It's, it's Steven Spielberg. Tom Hanks. It's Steven Spielberg, and it's even even looking at whenever you search for like when you search like famous directors just to get like a tableau of photos. Even someone who, like, even someone for me who I like, like compared to Griffin and David Sims, like hell no, I don't know shit compared to them. But like, even as someone who feels like fairly knowledgeable about movies, like I look at this and I'm like, I can tell these people, but even I, who is I severely doubt anyone could place most people. Could they place David Fincher? Probably not. Okay. Who? Because they all look the same. Because they're all old. Because they guys. all look the same. Mar it's, it's about the people who like have inserted themselves like more, uh, like they've strong armed their way into popular culture. They've made themselves like part of the the culture in the ways like Quentin Tarantino, Martin Martin Scorsese. Like yeah. there are people who go who prefer to be in the background. Like maybe a Christopher Nolan. It's just like who, okay. Here's my question. Here's my question. Who is the like whoiest director that people who care about movies would be like so mad about you saying? The whoiest director? Yeah, like who is, out of all these directors, who is like this iconic director for people who care about movies who most people would never like really know who or would not know who they are? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know where I would go there. Like, like in terms of like currently living ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, I mean. Currently, like, I mean. Of, maybe, of like, 2017. I like, like Paul Thomas Anderson. I feel right. like no one knows what he looks like, but people will be like, how dare you not know who Paul Thomas Anderson is? Well, like, like who is Jennifer? No Jennifer Lawrence is dating, what's his face? Darren Aronofsky. He's another he one where like I everyone. feel like he, like, I feel like it, it was like when that came out, everyone was like, Ugh! but then, you know, normal people were like, who? And I don't care. You know, oh, a white guy, like fun. She's dating right. someone she works with. So I think we've got like, <laughs> like in terms of directors who you could at least say i think that's that direct that's that director guy because he's always around and he loves talking about his movies he's very outspoken also they're more charming um like jj abrams cuz he's around a lot and he has like tv credit as well but i um, still would not david lynch just cuz he's weird he's weird looking yeah he's weird um ron howard because he's opie because he's happy days <laughs> because he's everything mel brooks <laughs> Mel Brooks, Mel because Brooks. he's Mel Brooks. Are you just looking at a list of directors? No, I'm literally looking at a list, and I'm like, oh, who could people it's just, recognize? It's just, Wes Anderson. It's, it, 
Wes Anderson has a very specific like niche and Steven Spielberg, style. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And, uh, yeah well, in terms of more all... more more contemporary, Ava DuVernay because she's like very famous lately. And also, there's no women directors. So, women. And then the uh... women directors there are. Even I'm looking at like lists of women directors, and it's like. I can tell the difference between, you know, Amy Heckerling, Lisa Cholodenko, and Nancy Myers, and fucking Nicole Holof Center. But can but anyone else? No. 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 And I don't, and I think the emphasis on directors and like pushing directors as ways to market movies is way more overstated than you think it is in most yes. markets. Like, yeah. The idea that somebody would go see a movie because XYZ is directing it is a very rare thing and only applies to like Scorsese and and Spielberg even in 2017. And we live in bubbles of people who care about the directors, but most people don't. We care about the resume. We don't care about the character. We don't care about the personality because even in marketing materials for a movie, it'll be like from from the the director of blank. It's not like Titanic. It's not like from the guy. Well, maybe James Cameron gets a pass on that, but like, which is crazy because James Cameron's like resume sucks, but it's like because of name recognition, James Cameron is like an iconic director in terms of marketing. Even Patty Jenkins, who directed like biggest movie of the year, Wonder Woman, one of the biggest movies of the year, and getting so much press for being like the highest grossing female director of all time, I don't think most people could. Play, I pick her had out of the lineup. no idea what she looked like until she showed up to Katy Perry's live stream dinner party. Okay. And I was like, whoa, she looks like now. that? Yeah. <laughs> Answer this caller's question really easily. Whoa. There's really only one name, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> the only I director know. anyone knows is Steven Spielberg. I know. That's it. It's um, true. Maybe Martin Scorsese. I, I mean, I feel weird even. I, I honestly... Mel Brooks, James Cameron, I don't even, George Lucas, I don't even think people could name them, by and large. But anyways, I think your question was irrelevant to the fact that I don't believe Christopher Nolan didn't know who Harry Styles was, and that's yeah. a lie. Christopher and Nolan, liar. Don't liar. believe the lies. Liar! Okay, so this is a pretty random question, but I want to know when each of you found out that Oliver Hudson was Kate Hudson's brother. My best friend and fellow hooligan texted me the other day in disbelief because he just found out and i was like uh yeah this is old news everyone's known this i've known this for over a decade and he thinks it's just the weirdest thing that i've known this for so long so please please Lindsay and bobby tell us when did you first find out that oliver was kate's brother love you bye great question thank you so much for asking us (laughs) I <laughs> I've been waiting to be asked this question for my I'm gonna whole go, life. I'm gonna go first because I feel like you might have a more interesting answer than I am. I don't uh-huh. even remember when I first heard of Oliver Hudson, but whenever it was, I like knew it was Kate Hudson's brother. So I guess maybe I found out who Oliver Hudson was. I feel like I've Through known for probably Kate over Hudson. a decade, but I think the reason I knew was because I found out it was like, oh, Kate Hudson has a brother in 2004. You know, like it was probably when forever did you find out that Wyatt Hudson was Kate Hudson's half brother? Um. I have no answer to that. I have no answer to that. Do you know who Wyatt Hus- Hudson is? Maybe like recently, whenever they got into their whole like drama with their father, okay, like a, he was, two years ago. He's like the new hottie Hudson. He was in Everybody Wants Some and Black Mirror. And that was like more recent Oliver Hudson like so, news about Kate Hudson having this brother that everyone was like, oh, that's her brother. You know, Wyatt Hudson was probably recent. Yeah. But Oliver Hudson, I've just he's always been, you know, he's Kate's brother. So not so I do have a more interesting answer. And also, I think that there is a really good um, Who Weekly Facebook group adjacent 
posted this or all, everyone talks about this. I'm pretty sure I saw that. So go check that out if you want lots of experiences like this. But I knew Oliver Hudson from Dawson's Creek. Last night, I said a lot of things I didn't mean. Yeah? What things? Many things. It could be that I have some unresolved anger towards society that has nothing to do with you. He played um, a Joey love interest in the later seasons. So I knew him as like that hottie, this random hottie. And right. back then I didn't know he was Kate Hudson's brother, like had no okay. clue. I think I found out, I think I found out like soon at like, later on but then forgot again what i'm saying is i definitely when i found out for real i knew that i had known it at some point but forgotten that's what i'm saying so there was some point where i found out forgot completely because like i have a bad memory forgot completely then when the scandal happened with their family and if you bobby referenced it but basically what ended up happening was you kind of re-found out that the Hudsons are very uh they're they hate the father. Like they're they're estranged. They from. hate the father. They're a little better about the, the father, father lately. They're okay, estranged. But at the father, one point there was this thing. They consider that came out. they consider Kurt Russell to be like their their dad. I think they well, call what, him dad. Or what pa. was like the escalating moment that made them kind of lash out against the father or like oh, Father's Day? It was there a was father's some like day. Oliver, Oliver posted day. a thing on Father's Day that was like happy happy abandonment day. Yeah. <laughs> or something oh that's awful. and it was like a bad joke on instagram on father's day and he posted right. this like right. sort of i think it was actually a photo of him with his real father his biological father um and kate hudson that and is... it was like happy abandonment day and it's him as a kid and then the Nasty. father obviously all the tabloids reached out to the father whatever his name is and he was like i'm so offended i'm so hurt by this if that's what it takes to make them feel better then, then change your name to Russell. Uh, it doesn't mean I love you any less. doesn't mean I wouldn't want this to go away. doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to resolve this. But shut up already. And then I think, I could be misremembering, but I think Oliver apologized and was like, oh, we actually reconnected a little and everything's like, okay now. Well, of course he did because he wanted to shut the book on this whole yeah. entire thing. But yeah, so... I think I, then I think I re-found out then and it got really cemented. At some point I knew that it was her brother. I think what got confusing was in me, in my mind, Goldie, Han, and Kurt Russell have been together forever. Like yeah. I just, uh, they're just in like, wow, they, yeah, they've just been together forever. Like yeah. they're just, every kid that is her kid is his kid too, but that's just not true. And she had a husband before him and this was this guy or whatever. And so in my mind, like Oliver Hudson was uh and kate and kate hudson was kurt russell's daughter just because i don't know like i just thought that they'd been together forever yeah and i don't think we've ever talked about oliver on the podcast but he's definitely a who he's definitely a who my god it was wyatt's birthday two days ago happy birthday wyatt you're 31 i'm surprised you're not a wyatt stan i think i might become a wyatt stan the there are really great photos just before we sign off there's a really great Daily Mail article called Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are all smiles as they enjoy lunch with son Wyatt Russell I got there and too. his wife, Sana Hammers. And there are these amazing photos of like Goldie and Kurt and Wyatt just like waving at the paparazzi. They're like, hi. They're so yeah. cute. I love them so much. I love them. Do you know so- what restaurant oh, they're LA? at? Oh, yeah. Little Can Dom's. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Little Doms. You little can little tell. Doms. I mean, that's literally where everyone. I was that makes told sense. I've only been Little Doms. I have I been twice, probably just once. But yeah. when I was told when I was going to Little Doms, I think with you, um, uh, I was told I was going to see celebrities, and guess what? Didn't see any. But now, look, I'm showing you proof that there are celebrities that go there. Yeah. Okay. Let's end this. Um. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Who's There. Uh huh. We should probably uh, put up our inter- an interview next Monday. Um, I was next thinking Monday, yeah. We should or... promote it right here. Maybe <clears throat> um, some iconic Canadian celebrity. Oh, the iconic be... Canadian celebrity interview. That's going to be great. Let's not, should we name her? Well, I think we've hinted at her before, but let's just say we've mentioned her before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. In honor of Canada's 150th birthday, happy birthday. We talk a lot about Canada, so strap in. All right. And have a good weekend? I don't know. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. To be famous. I think it's sex. <laughs> the byproduct of the next step is a baby from sex. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>